Now more than ever, transportation business owners need industry experts at every stage in their company's life cycle. We bring them to you in the hot seat. Welcome to In the Hot Seat with the Tenney Group. I'm Spencer Tenney. It's good to be with you. Got a special guest today in the hot seat. That's going to be Edis Hobson. Edis, good to be with you. Thank you. Appreciate you. All right. So just quick 15, 20 seconds. Tell us who you are and uh, where you're coming from. Sure. So uh, Edis Hobson, EH Transport out of Houston, Texas. We were uh, chemical hazmat transportation company. We did a lot of specialized chemical products, uh, bulk tanker for the most part. Perfect. Yeah. You ready for the hot seat? I'm ready. Let's get to it. Let's go. So a special edition here. We've got a former client, someone who's gone through transitioning ownership of their business to another party. So yeah. excited to kind of dig in there. So let's just start right at the top. What were the factors that led to you deciding that it was time to make a change and transition your business? Sure. Uh, we started growing to a capacity to where it was going to take another huge financial injection to take the company to another level. And uh, we started looking at uh, government regulations, we started looking at insurance premiums, we started looking at you know, what it was going to take to make the, that next step. And we just said from a financial standpoint, was it worth that risk mm -hmm. uh, considering what we've been through and riding some waves throughout the transportation industry? And so we just, you know, we said, you know what, it might be best to continue to keep the company alive, keep our staff, keep our, our drivers and, and, and merge with another company, someone bigger that can absorb us and, and handle all that, 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 that it takes to, to, to run a good company. Excellent. So once you were in the process, yes. um, what were some of the things that were, it's a big decision. Correct. So what were some of the things that were really important to you as you established some goals? If I'm going to transition my business, I want to make sure that these things happen. Uh, my team, to some degree, is being taken care of. Uh, you know, the good thing is you, all your drivers are, are pretty well secured. Uh, and then me, myself, you know, am, am, are we merging with a good team? Obviously, I, I'm going to have to work with those people after the fact. Um, and then, you know, let's be realistic, too. You know, you want to walk away with a good get paid. Uh, pay, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, let's not uh, act like that's not the elephant in the room as well. But other than that, we, you know, those, those, mm -hmm. those are the key factors, I believe. Say kind of along the same lines, for those that are trying to figure out what is the right time for me to sell, what could you pass along to other people who are trying to make that decision on? I mean, when is the right time to sell? The trucking industry, it can be a cyclical industry, mm -hmm. depending on what you're hauling and what you're carrying. And, and so, you, you, you know, they may want to pat themselves against that mm -hmm. exposure, you, mm -hmm. know? Um, might, you know. For me, I'm a small private company, um, you know, one owner, even if it's a small partnership or whatever, maybe they don't want to put their family through that potential risk of, making that full injection and then they can't carry it out. What happens if the industry turned, which in my favor, uh, the industry turned this year. Mm -hmm. And you know, good thing we, we sold in early part of the year. And now to see how the industry has turned so badly, you know, it would have affected what we injected and you know, it would have it hurt us making that, those steps forward and maybe we would have had to take some step back even after we've made mm -hmm. this, this commitment. So, you know, you got to weigh that, mm -hmm. you know, do you want to take that risk, you know, because 
when you put a lot of capital out, you can potentially lose, yeah. you know. And, and lose then, big. And then, yeah. And then now, you know, you got to give it away. Yeah. You know, and so we, we didn't want to take that risk. No. You know, obviously, it's a very unforgiving, it's a very rewarding industry, but it's also a very unforgiving exactly. industry. So with every deal, and I know you can appreciate this, I mean, it, it's a little bit of a roller coaster sometimes. Oh, there's, there, there, there's some swings. Right. So how did you deal with some of the emotional swings as part of the, the process? <laughs> um, very tough. Obviously, you know, uh, uh, you're, you're, you're highly connected. We were in the industry for 12 years. Um, you know, some, sometimes you got your family involved, you know, there's other people involved. And so um, it, it, you, you, you have to always understand that it's business. Mm -hmm. the, the, you know, you're selling your company, it's a business. The, the purchaser that's coming in, you know, they're looking at it from a business standpoint. You know, they don't, they don't you know, not to say they don't care, but they're not looking at your family and, and, and everything that you've done and, and what it took for you to get there. They're looking at where are we going to be able to take this company next and et cetera. So for me, it was just um, I would express all my emotions with my team, with, with you guys, you know, you, Thankfully, you know, yes. but I would always make sure I remain professional with the purchaser. You know, right. they would never see that side. They would never see me get upset or, 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 or get out of character because that wouldn't be good for the, the success of, of that acquisition. All right, Ez, another question. So, you know, one of the things that I think that you can appreciate when we got into the due diligence side yes. of the transaction, um, pretty intense. Well, most definitely. So, um, but you did very well. So what can you share with our audience about how best to navigate through that, to make that work well for you? What do you have to do when you're working with a buyer and advisor trying to get through due diligence? Uh, keeping up with everything, learning what's needed early. Uh, that way, uh, w when you start to hear what's required, you can start preparing for that and having, you know, we had different files for everything so that we can make sure things were organized and in order. Whether it was getting with the accountants, whether it was getting with the legal team, whether it was making sure that we had our paperwork, our financials, and, and whatever it was that was necessary in line, mm -hmm. um, I think was was key. So one of the, one of the challenges of, of, of deal making, we, you know, we have um, valuation gaps, yeah. uh, both in terms of what a seller, you know, maybe here and a buyer may be here. Right. So maybe you could just share a little bit about what you learned in that experience. Um, you know, we go to the market, we, we have some some goals and then, you know, the market ultimately tells us, um, you know, where we're at. So what could you share with our listeners just about how to prepare their minds and expectations once they get into that process? Tough feeling, you know, uh, tough reality um, sometimes. Um, we are in a different industry. You know, we have to not think tech world and, and, and look at CNBC and think, oh, you know, our company is going to sell for a 10 times, 15 times multiple. You know, we have to understand the industry that we're in first mm -hmm. and it's transportation. And uh, so, so it's different. The environment right now, a lot of M&A activity across trucking. Yeah. And so... Um, many regional, national, strategic players aggressively going to targets like you yeah. and trying to get a deal done directly. What advice would you give to the folks who have already connected with a prospective buyer who don't desire or don't see the need to have third-party representation? 
advising them through the transaction process? Sure. I definitely would not like to go into any situation, especially when you're dealing with a, a huge acquirer blindly. Um, you want someone that can, in a sense, hold your hand, kind of guide you through it, somebody that's been there through it and, and, and have conquered uh, those paths before. And I think you can lose out very dearly without someone coaching you and being able to point out things contractually wise or, you know, uh, well, I mean, that's the biggest key to it um, as to, you know, hey, you know, these are some things you need to look out for. Because again, you know, I, and I say the same thing, and there are some things that you guys brought to the table. I mean, huge things that I would not even even thought about, you know, and I come from an accounting background. So uh, you're going up against experienced, well-trained, uh, uh, well-together companies. You know, these guys, they, they have years of experience of doing this. And then here you go, this is maybe your first rodeo. And it's, I just truly do not think that would be the best way to proceed. Um, that's why, for me, it was big for me to, to get with the Tinny Group um, because of the experience that you guys offered. Uh, we appreciate that. I got one yeah. last question for you. Hammer away. It's a wild card. All right. So I just learned that you are an LSU fan. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So all-time favorite LSU football player is who? Oh, man. So I'm an LSU grad. I was there in the deep of it, in the thick of it. Um, you know what? I, I love Tyrone Matthews. I mean, he just. Is, is that the, uh, the. The honey badger. Honey badger. Yeah. I, you know, there was a lot of good guys. He was unbelievable. But man, the, the dude just knew how to be around the ball. He was a ball he knew hog. how to yes, find the ball. He knew how to get it out the, defender, I mean, the uh, opponent's hands. And I loved him, you know. And, and I watched his career as he went from, you know, uh, uh, when he was drafted. And he even came to Texas. He played in, uh, with the Texans for a little bit. And uh, so, you know. I enjoy it. I love yeah. it. Lettuce, we thank you for being in the hot seat. We especially sure. thank you for being our client. Thank we don't you. take it lightly. Great. All right. Appreciate you. Spencer Tenney, that's going to wrap for the hot seat today. We'll see you next time.